Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear friends, I'm going to not preach from this manuscript. There's a process of writing a sermon. And you write a sermon first, and sometimes you figure out that in writing that, what you really wanted to say, and then you have to write, rewrite a second sermon that says what you realized that you wanted to say. And I didn't have a ta- chance to write the second sermon, so I've got the first sermon in front of me, and I'm going to try to preach the second sermon from my head. But it's simple. <laughs> um, the, the key thing that you need to know today about this gospel is that it comes immediately after the story of the blind man who had been healed by Jesus and had been thrown out of his synagogue by the Pharisees. Now, we read that story in church on the fourth Sunday of Lent. That was six weeks ago. Um, you may, if you were here, you may remember a sermon that went, hey, lolly, 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 hey, lolly, lolly. That was the sermon. We, talk, <laughs> we talked about... Uh, we, we, uh, Jesus had healed this blind man, and it's a long story. It was one of those long gospel readings that you sat down to listen to. And uh, it ends in this way. Jesus said, I came into the world for judgment, so that those who do not see may see, and those who do see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sin. But now that you say, We see, your sin remains, Pharisees. Six weeks go by. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. So we go from chapter 9, where Jesus has healed a blind man and people became angry about that, into chapter 10, which is where we talk about the good shepherd. And uh, there's about 20 or 25 verses about shepherds and good shepherds and sheep. And and so you would think when you read those beautiful words about sheep and thieves and bandits and wolves, that you, you, you would think that he's talking about something general like maybe Satan or something like that. But he's actually talking about the religious authorities who threw this man out of his synagogue, the the man who had been born blind, who was now able to see. Now, you have to understand that if if you were blind and you became able to see and you came to Dove of Peace and we threw you out, (laughs) we wouldn't do that, I hope, uh, and we threw you out of our congregation, you could just go down the street within walking distance and go join another congregation. But this man, to be thrown out of his synagogue, meant that he was utterly rejected by the entire town, by the entire community. He could no longer work in that community. He could no longer marry in that community. He was, he was exiled. He was put into uh, a kind of exile when it says he was thrown out of the synagogue. And so that man um, is what I call and what our church's vision team and congregation have called a religious refugee. Because we have a vision for our congregation that we will be a place that welcomes and receives, we say sanctuary, 
sanctuary for religious refugees. And there are religious refugees in our time. And they are people who may have been victimized by what Jesus calls the thieves and the bandits. The, the, the bad religious leaders, like the Pharisees, whom Jesus is dealing with, the bad religious leaders who bring what Jesus calls destruction and killing and stealing, whereas he, Jesus, has come to bring life, abundant life. <coughs> and uh, I was thinking this week, a couple of things happened. Um, first of all, I guess you know, it's my duty to tell you, I guess, that the world is ending on Saturday. Did you know? It's actually not ending. There's going to be a rapture, so according to a church. So um, if you come to church next Sunday and I'm not here and you're here, that means I'm going to heaven and you're not. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think that, uh, that church, I, I've been to their website and I've read all about All these people have given up their savings, given up their careers, sold their homes. They've banked everything on the idea that they are going to be raptured out of this world on Saturday, May 21st. Um, and I think uh, they're not going to be raptured on Saturday, and they're going to be very disillusioned. They're going to probably give up on the Bible and give up on Christianity. And that pastor who, who caused them to leave Christ, he's going to carry that burden for the rest of his life, or until he's raptured, whichever comes, comes first. So that's been in the news. And I got, and so that's one type of, that's one type of church. Uh, I think those people are sincere in what they believe. I think that pastor is sincere. Uh, but a lot of people are going to get hurt. And then uh, a very kind church in our community, uh, a big church, a big church whom you would know if I said its name, uh, sent me an invitation this week. Um, uh, actually, it was not an invitation for me. It was for my wife. <laughs> um, and uh, um, it was um, because this church is having a, a breakfast for, for pastors' wives. And those, that's a group of women who are unappreciated and uh, unrecognized and who are very dedicated. And I think it's great that they are providing that. But on the other hand... It just shows that within their scheme of what they understand to be church, there's no such thing as an unmarried pastor. And above all, there's no such thing as a female pastor. And so, and so different churches serve different needs and different communities. Now, I applaud that congregation for what it's doing because it's a great act of kindness to some overlooked people. But I'm just saying that their assumptions reveal something about them just like our assumptions here at Dove of Peace reveal a little bit about who we are. And so I think um, our, our, our vision is that there are a lot of people in our community and in our world who have been rejected by their church or rejected by their family, family or they've had doubts that they can't speak in their church, or they've been harmed perhaps by congregational leaders, clergy, or lay people, or congregational conflict where they, they lost faith in their pastor and their church, and maybe they lost faith in their Lord. And so Dove of Peace 
we see that we, we perceive, we discern that we have a unique capability to assist those people. Even if they don't join our church for, uh, even if they don't join our church, if they just come here to heal and to recover and to rediscover their faith on their way to some other destination, that's good. That's a service, a hospitality that we can extend. And so today as uh, uh, we talk about the good shepherd and the thieves and the bandits, uh, I would encourage us to think not of a pastor who is a shepherd or of Jesus as the shepherd, which he is, but our congregation as a shepherd or a shepherding presence in this community. And the sheep that have gone astray or have been, uh, have been driven out or who have uh, lost their hope or their perspective, that those sheep are our responsibility. And that our, our gate, which is right there, that doorway, uh, we need that gate to be open so that, like he's saying here, they can come and go into green pastures and that they can have life and have it abundantly. Amen.